Julie. And I'm Erica. And this is the Unshaken Books Chat. We're so glad you're joining us for episode number three. These little mini 20-minute or so episodes are all about the book, How to Be Free from Bitterness. If you have not gotten that book, you might want to go grab it at Amazon. You might be able to find a free copy PDF if you Google it. Um, They're going to drop these episodes every single Thursday along with our regularly scheduled episode um, in June and July of 2021. And we're going to end the last Thursday in July. Um, We might even drop a couple episodes, these little book chats at the same time. So because there's 10 chapters. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad I got my friend Erica here. She and I have had some great conversations already. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, chapter one and chapter two, you should head back and listen to those first because they sort of kind of build on each other a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And we sometimes reference things that we've already talked about. So that's good. Yes. And I'm happy to be here, Julie. Thank you. And we just want to ask all of you to be sure to subscribe to the Unshaken podcast on your favorite podcast directory so that you can get notified when a new episode comes out. And these drop each Thursday. And like Julie said, they'll be added on to uh, the normal podcast. So this main season, season four, focuses on living out your faith in real life. Mm -hmm. And this book is real life. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. So this week we're talking about man's anger Mm. and another um, challenging chapter, uh, the anger of man and when is it righteous and when is it not, Mm -hmm. which is not nearly as often as we might think. Mm, For sure. Yeah. So, Julie, let's just kick it off with a big question here. How can someone tell when you are angry? (laughs) I think the number one best thing to do would be to ask my kids. Mm. I think they could probably tell you this answer better than me. Mm. Um, In fact, um, not too long ago, I was in my living room and I had this whole bunch of laundry. I don't know if you ever have stacks of laundry, Erica. Do you ever have stacks of laundry? Sure. (laughs) Um, But I had a whole bunch and I was just kind of feeling a little bit overwhelmed about getting it all folded. Um, I had ex- ex- an extended amount because I'd wash sheets and you know bedding and stuff, so I needed to get that back on the beds. And so I went, <gasps> and I made this huge sigh. And um, my daughter came out of her bedroom, and she goes, Mom, why are you so angry? And I was like, oh, wow. I wasn't angry. I was a little overwhelmed. But I realized when I do that, that is how people know I'm angry, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I make this big sigh because I'm trying to process what to do. And then I also sometimes just straight up yell at my family. I'm just going to be honest. Sometimes I'm angry and they are like, whoa, mom, <laughs> like yeah. be nice to us, you know? So <laughs> yeah, I'm, pro- I'm probably the only person who does that. Uh, no, I was just going to say, well, if you ask my kids what happens when mom gets angry, they will say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe more. I think when I was a young mom, my temper was stronger yeah, than it is I agree. now. I agree. I'm thankful for the refining work God is doing in me. Yep. And I have definitely talked to my kids about that. Just apologized for yep. uh, a lot of a lot of anger when they were little. Um, but I think it's improved. And I still do, you know, lose my temper from time to time with the kids. But um, usually when I'm overwhelmed. And sadly, if you ask my husband, how would he know? when I'm angry, he would likely tell you that I'm a pro at the silent treatment Mm. and that I would tend toward passive aggression. Mm. (laughs) So I probably more of a stewer, Mm. um, but I, by God's grace, have gotten better on both of those fronts. (laughs) Yeah. I think two things. Number one, I said, I agree. It wasn't that I agree about you being angry, you know? So just so you all are on the same page. I agree with you that I understand that Mm -hmm. exactly what you said. Mm. And I also love 
your comment about how when you were a young mom, because mm. I was there too, mm-hmm. and when we're younger and we're maybe a little bit more immature in our faith mm-hmm. and we're brand new at being a mom, those things come a little bit easier and yeah. we just become, we sin a little differently. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that my sin my sin and anger is different now. Yes, I think uh, that's, it's maybe like, a little, that's the word. Yeah, it's <laughs> maybe a little bit more refined or sophisticated, mm-hmm. and I still think that there's sin there. Yeah, so me too. Okay, so um, you might not want to do this, Julie, but describe the last time that uh, you became really angry. <laughs> no, I don't want to do this. But okay, it will be well. I I wish I didn't have an example. That would make life so much easier and you could see how righteous I am, but that is not true. So really a few months ago, I was in a situation where I felt like I was being attacked. I had a person came at me and kind of asked me a whole bunch of questions really fast. And, um, they were just all like, you know, um, they weren't asking them in a very nice way. Mm -hmm. And I got quickly angry Mm -hmm. and I responded in anger and I was, my voice got elevated and you know, I know this person was not treating me well, and I have to be honest that um, I didn't treat them very well either. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that I had a lot of eyes in there when mm. I said that. I, I was really thinking about me. Mm. And after this got done, I was, number one, I was embarrassed. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I felt really, really um, guilty because I know that that kind of anger is not a good witness for Christ. And I was in a public situation. Mm. And, um, I knew it was a wrong witness for Christ. I'm really regretful even now of the conversation. And then amazingly that week I picked up this book and I read this chapter called man's anger. Like why, why, why? (laughs) Well, I know why, because God was going to speak to me about anger and he did. Mm. It was pretty powerful Mm. for me to, to, for me to read. Yeah, this, this chapter is challenging and I think we might express anger different from person to person. But it is certainly a human response that comes out of our flesh often. Mm. Um, so if we look at what scripture says, um, just kind of rolling through some of the verses that are in this chapter. Yeah. Um, if and there's have, a lot. There are. A lot are. of really good little nuggets that yes. are helpful. Yes. And so um, Ephesians 4.26 says... I'm just paraphrasing, be angry and do not sin. Hmm. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, else you give the devil a foothold. Hmm. Good verse. Yeah, that's a pretty short verse with a lot of packed punch in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the part about be angry, we'll probably touch on that a little bit later. But And do not sin in your anger and not letting the sun go down on it. With the consequence, if you do that, you're giving the devil a foothold. I mean, what do you think about that? I don't, I don't want to give the devil a foothold at all. I don't No, And I was just thinking how I broke this command often and easily in the early years of my marriage. Um, sadly, there were so many times I went to bed angry and silent. Um, and so, uh, let me tell you as someone who's been there, that's a really bad choice. Yes. Um, and my favorite response to the question, what's wrong was nothing. And that meant everything Everything was wrong. (laughs) Um, And so God has done a lot of work in my heart and my marriage over the past 10 years. And one breakthrough came when I resolved to stop answering his question with nothing. And I actually began to communicate what was going on in my head and my heart, even if it was going to cause a great stir. Yeah. Um, And it was one of the most helpful things I think I did at that point. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think that when you want I think that when someone wants to do the silent treatment or doesn't want to deal with it, doesn't Mm -hmm. want to talk about it, 
um, it's never good. Mm -mm. It never helps. And yes, it will be super messy when you sit down and talk with your husband about the situation or with one of your kids or with another person about your anger, it's going to be messy, but you can clean it up. You can work on it together and figure it out. And I think that's really helpful. That's right. So yeah, if you're starting out or if you're prone to do that, I would just say, oh, please stop. It won't do you any favors. And it's just a great thing to (laughs) put away. Okay. Speaking of putting away, there's a verse in Colossians that Mm -hmm. talks about put away the wrong things, right? Mm -hmm. And put on, put off, I should say, put off the bad things, anger, malice, there's a list of them mm-hmm. in there. And then it says to put on the right things like compassionate hearts and kindness and humility. Right. So what does God say about that? Why do we want to do that? Well, just that we have to put them away, put them off. Don't live in that posture of mm. anger and um, that it's folly. And so I think planning to do something else when that temptation arises, um, mm. which means put something else in its place. If you know that a certain situation is going to cause you anger, try to go in preemptively and Mm -hmm. put on compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, bearing with love, all of it. Sure. Um, And that's kind of the thing about anger, though, is you can't always plan for it. Yeah. It usually strikes you off guard, and it's what kind of comes out, boils over. Well, it makes me think of how when you um, get a stain on your shirt, you Mm -hmm. don't typically wear that shirt. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I do the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. If I'm home, I do. Mm-hmm. But if I get something on my shirt, I tend to want to go take it off mm. all the way and then put on a new shirt and start over. That's a great so, visual. So, you know, there's something about the physical part like, okay, I just messed up. Mm-hmm. I was just really angry with this person. I'm going to stop right here yeah. and I'm going to choose to put on something new because we can't always be super preemptive with every right. anger moment. Like For there's sure. going to be those. But if we stop and just start right then that's probably good to do. Like I'm going to take this off and put this new thing on. I'm going to be compassionate. I'm going to think about why is this person making me angry? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because they have all these other things in their life and I can have compassion for them Mm. because they're going through a rough marriage or they have a difficult situation with a child or their work situation isn't good. And then that can help me to go, oh yeah, I can have compassion. Yeah. That's really good. Okay, what about Galatians 5.20? What does that tell us? Um, well, I think it, it lists like the characteristics of the flesh and then the fruit of the spirit. So it is something, It anger is listed in the works of the flesh. And so it's actually something we're being saved from. Hmm. It's a way of living that we are no longer to participate in. And it's lumped in with things like sexual immorality oh, yeah. and um, you know slander and all kinds of things that cannot be the way a Christian lives. Um, So we just have to know that that is a work of the flesh that is no longer ours to claim and we have to live differently. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, use the word work and there is, there is some work in this. Hmm. I know we don't want to get into works based salvation because Mm -hmm. we are saved by the grace of God, Mm -hmm. but, and it's a gift, free gift of eternal life. Right. Mm -hmm. But there is some work in these types of sins that we have to do and we we have to put in the effort mm-hmm. and the holy spirit comes alongside of us right. and gives us great strength right to and overcome the, these you know this is contrasted with the fruit of the yes. spirit so yeah. the more we yield to the spirit the more those fruits yeah. will grow in our lives yep. so okay so erica what about proverbs 29:22 it says a man of wrath stirs up strife and one given to anger causes much transgression what do you think about that Um, yeah, just one who stirs up strife, um, just reminds me of that other verse in Proverbs. I think it's 14. He's talked about, um, 
where a woman tears down her own house mm. and um, to, to stir up strife is tearing down your own house. Yeah. And so it's very opposite of blessed are the peacemakers. You know, you think mm. of a strife stirrer or a peacemaker. Yeah. Um, and, and what do we want to be? Yeah, it's definitely makes you think. Uh, I think about stirring up strife. I think about, you know, you stir the pot mm. in your soup, cooking soup. Yeah. And it, it pulls up all the junk, you know, mm. I mean, it's maybe good parts of right. the soup right on the bottom of the, it's, but it's really, when you're stirring it up, you're mixing everything up. Yeah. And that's what happens when you stir up strife. Yeah. Okay. Proverbs fourteen twenty nine is another really good verse. And it talks about a quick tempered man displays his folly. How does he do that? Um, yeah, this verse says it is foolish to have a quick temper because it's reactionary and it can ruin others around you and it causes a lot of sin. Yeah, it is and, and it's really interesting how um, how easy that is to have a quick temper. Yeah, and again, we can talk again about how the world says in many ways that that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, oh, she's just you know a, a hot mess kind of a concept, and that can be a lot of things, but it can also be that her reactions are quick and fast, right? And that that's okay. That's just who she is, right? But that's not how God wants us to be, right? So. Where does anger come from? Well, that's interesting. That's a good question, Erica. Luke 6.45 tells us that the good man brings good things out of the good startup in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of his heart. And so um, proud people, it's an overflow of their heart that their mouth speaks. So I guess our heart comes from... Our, I'm sorry. So I guess our anger comes right out of our heart. Mm. It's a sin in our heart. It's not based on the things around us. Uh, It's not based on the person, our neighbor, who keeps mowing into our lawn, right? And it makes us angry because we're frustrated. It's in our heart. Mm -hmm. It's not because the kids in the back of the car can't be quiet while we're listening to our favorite 70s music on the radio, right? It comes out of our heart. And it's so easy to blame our anger on someone else. It's easy to blame our anger on our husband or our children or our coworker or our boss or the lady at the grocery store clerk, right? But the we can't do that because the anger is sin that comes right out of our heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what, can, what do we do about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If our heart has an evil treasure, the overflow will be evil. What are the steps we should take? Yeah, that's, um, that's a good question. And, and I think the first one that we read about is that we have to see that anger is like what I just said, that mm-hmm. it comes from our heart because it's easy to look at everybody else and try to fix everybody. Or we want our kids, if our kids just acted in the right way, we wouldn't be angry, mm-hmm. but we have to start there. And then we have to confess mm-hmm. this sin before God. And I love that you brought up, um, in our last episode about the importance of communion. And if your church has communion, that that is a time when you would, we talked about it in, Mm -hmm. in, in dealing with, um, unforgiveness towards someone else, but communion or just a a daily time of confession is good because we have to confess these sins before the Lord. And then we actually have to fill our heart with the things we want to come out of it with good things Mm -hmm. that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and excellent and praiseworthy. These are things from Philippians four, eight. So we have to renew our mind to speak the truth to ourselves of how we should be responding. Maybe we have to kind of play act it a little bit in our brain. Like instead of responding to my husband out of anger, I'm going to respond to him out of love. And I'm going to say, you know, thank you so much for stopping after work and being late because I know you stopped and took care of this issue Mm -hmm. and, and, and playing it in a more grateful gratitude way. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think that's really very helpful. And um, I mean, it sounds oh, like I should be able to do that. But in the heat of the moment, it's yeah. actually choosing to do that, um, which I sometimes, well, I also need to make a matter of prayer when it's not. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm in a yeah. rut or sometimes I'm just in a bad sin pattern and it's my default emotion when something doesn't go right. And so clearly I need to like do all the things you just said and really pay attention to my heart. Um, and, and that means that we can't be too busy with the stuff of world too. Right. And I'm not saying that we stop serving at church. I just want to make that very clear. I'm not saying that we pull out a Bible study. We can be involved in a women's study. We can be serving at church. We can go to our kids' baseball games. We can cook dinner, but we got to have it on our brain. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also like I was just sharing with a friend recently, you know, sometimes it's the decisions in your heart. Uh, it is like we're talking about, it comes from the heart, but the seed work is what she called it. And mm-hmm. I liked that a lot that it's, what am I planting and tending, um, throughout my days? And mm-hmm. if I'm prone to anger at someone, what are my thoughts about that person? What are like what you said, yeah. gratitude, or am I just picking them apart? Yep. So it's so starts in the heart. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I guess we're here at the end of our podcast, this little episode, and I, I think it's time for us to ask some questions, Erica. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we have both thought through this already, but I'm not saying that we're there. Mm-mm. Or are you already there? I am not already there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, listeners, do you struggle with anger? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really a f- good question to start with because, um, and to really be honest about, mm-hmm. uh, I think probably more of us struggle with anger than we even realize or care to admit because it kind of comes out of our heart in different ways. Sometimes it's like you said, the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to deal with this. I'm just going to say nothing's wrong. Right. Or it might be a fit of rage, you know, and we're angry and yelling at someone, or it could be, um, just the irritation or frustration or ingratitude t- about something that's really seated in, in anger that we should get something different. And so I think those are things we should be thinking about, you know, and then we have to ask ourselves, not only do we struggle with anger, but we have to say, okay, what am I going to do with this anger? So how are you going to renew your mind this week? What are you going to do to fill it with the good things so that you're not spewing out anger in any one of those ways that we talked about today? I think those are really good ways. What about you, Erica? What would you, what would you do this week? Yeah, I think I just need to really tend my thoughts Mm. and make sure all the things you're talking about here that I'm, I am thinking the best of others and, um, really not letting my thoughts wander. That would feed that, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of grows you cultivate the wrong things yes you grow the wrong things and then you're going to have a the wrong uh you're going to harvest the wrong things and we want to harvest have a harvest of righteousness in our hearts for sure that's right hey thanks for joining us again on this episode of book chat next week we're going to be in chapter four which is called are you ready fits of rage yeah wow maybe we'll ask other people to do the podcast (laughs) next week What do you think, Erica? Is that okay? Yeah, I need some subs. Uh, That's all right. I think we'll jump in and we'll see you next week as we talk about that. All right, bye for now. Bye-bye.